0: You better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing. Broadcasting live and local. This is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M. And welcome to the podcast edition where you can sit back, relax and catch up on some of the things you might have missed uh, as well as some of the things that may not have gone to air like my full and unedited chat with uh, Aussie uh, superstar of stage and screen Rhonda Birchmore who's coming to town with her Glamazonia uh, show in April and will be an absolute beauty and uh, had a great chat too. Rhonda just recently about her time in the jungle and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, losing a toe in a toilet and as well as that, uh, yeah, wait till you hear that story if you didn't hear it uh, before, and as well as that, uh, the uh, the show, Glamazonia, which she's touring Australia with at the moment. So the uh, the full chat with uh, Rhonda is coming up. Uh, as well as that, this week we shone a light on the Lockyer Valley. I caught up with uh, one of the shop owners in the Lockyer Valley down in Grantham, who'd been devastated by the recent flood events. Uh, and the Mayor of the Lockyer Valley, Tanya Milligan.
1: Good morning, Lee. Always lovely to speak to you.
0: And to you too. Now, I know you, you've always got such a positive ad- attitude. You've always got a smile on your voice, but uh, you've been through some tough times down there in the Lockyer Valley and you're still recovering, aren't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I continually say, you know, recovery isn't a sprint. It actually is a marathon. Um, Really want to remind our community that there's a wide range of support available to assist people. Um, Council's got their hardship policy, policy So that'll offer assistance and just options for property owners who might be experiencing some difficulties and paying the, the dreaded council rate. Yes. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, um, you know, any of the other charges or any other related fees or, um, you know, and, and so if people are in some financial hardship, um, let us know. We've also collated some information on financial wellbeing assistance from all levels of government and non-government agencies. People can actually um, access those via the Community Recovery Hotline, which is 1-800-173-349, or they're available on our council's website. And we've got the Queensland Government Recovery, um, the Community Recovery Hubs. Now, they are open seven days a week, 9am till 5pm. People can find them at the Ladley Cultural Centre on Ladley Plainland Road, also at the Gatton RSL. Um, we really get that you know, recovering from what we've just recovered from is just—you know—it's just it's lengthy, it's, and it is definitely tiring. Um, so even just to go to one of those community recovery hubs, Lee, you can actually sit down and have a face-to-face. And I don't know about you, I actually prefer the face-to-face to talk to a person yeah. rather than being you know, on the phone, Absolutely. except for you, because I always love talking to you. <laughs> any any opp- any any opportunity any opportunity I get. Oh, but, you're wonderful. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, when you're trying to get that type of information, and yes. especially when they are a bit fragile, um, you know, it, it is just... Nothing, nothing better, is there? Yeah. Just, that's exactly right. Uh,
0: all right. Now, it's almost, you know, it seems ironic, given what we're just talking about there, but uh, water is still such a big issue for that part of the region. And I know you would have been very happy to hear that $13.3 million worth of investment that's uh, coming your way to enhance your water supply and efficiency for the, uh, the Lockyer Valley.
1: Oh, absolutely. Super, super, super excited about that, <laughs> being involved in the, um, in the city deal. So what that will fund is, you know, those environmental impact statements. It'll help us finalise the water supply agreements. Um, we can actually enter into agreements with potential users and effectively have a shovel-ready project in place to, um, you know, tap into the National Water Grid application as well. So, you know... Water, water security is absolutely just vital for us. So it is certainly a, a great good news story for us, for our um, industry and for jobs.
0: Yeah. And I know too, another couple of million to improve transport and freight, uh, which is great to get that beautiful produce that you have there from the farm straight to the plate quicker and safer and more efficiently for uh, the farmers, which is just great. Any help there? I, I'm well behind.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that, yep, that's an absolutely good one, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's all about the route planning and just that service reliability.
0: All right. And then, look, in some great news, you guys are going to celebrate uh, whatever happens uh, coming up on Saturday, the 9th of April, the 2022 Heritage Festival. Uh, this is a wonderful event for your part of the world.
1: Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful event. Uplifting news. We can we can end on a highly. Um, the 2022 Heritage Festival. So as you said, Saturday, April 9, um, all our great venues like Gass Newman House, the Laidling Pioneer Village Museum, the Gatman District Historical Village, they will have everything going on at those venues from markets to music, um, museum tours, there'll be some bush poets. Um, fresh damper I mean who doesn't love fresh damper (laughs) I know Um, plenty of the historic displays and shows it's a really great opportunity for families to bring the kids um, you know to show the kids that you know that life life before the tablet um, you know (laughs) back in the abacus and the slate days (laughs) Um, so, you know, if you, if you want to blow your kids' minds, take, bring them along to the Heritage Festival, I reckon.
0: Absolutely. And you get details there at all the W's dot loveyalokia, com dot A-U. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, look, if you're still having any uh, dramas following the event, the weather event familiar in the Air, contact the council, have a talk to them, and uh, you will certainly get looked after. Uh, Tanya Milligan, is always an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: Yeah, love talking to you, Lee. Have a great week.
0: Well, uh, obviously the, uh, the people of Grantham once again were hit with the most uh, horrendous weather event and uh, for many it was the second time happening. Uh, the Grantham Community Store was one of the places that went under again. game and uh, Tanya Hooper from the uh, store joins me for breakfast this morning. Good morning to you, Tanya. Good morning. Was this your second time with the weather event? Were you there in 2011? No,
2: we didn't. own the shop in 2011, okay. so this was our first rodeo.
0: Okay, so you'd seen what had happened though previously, obviously. Uh, Definitely. And, uh, and then when it when it started to unfold, just just give us an idea of how quickly things started to unfold on that uh, on that day just recently.
2: So the, the Friday about lunchtime, uh, we got word that the the water was rising very quickly at the bridge of Teladon and that uh, was close to the bridge, which um, means that it's risen an awful lot in, in not a lot of time. So we decided that it was time to close the shop and, and go home. Um, so we, we closed up about, I think, about 12.30 and, and went home. We actually live in the, the new estate up on the hill at Grantham. Um, so we come back down, we were able to come back down to the school about 3.30 in the afternoon and we could see that there was there was water in the shop at that stage. Mm. Um, so that had been about three hours and, and there was a good foot or so of water from what we could see from a distance. We couldn't walk over here because obviously it would have been, um, there was too much water around, it would have been pretty dangerous. Right. Um, so we could see there was about a foot of water then. It come up. Overnight to to be just over a meter deep inside the shop. So um, yeah, so we don't know we don't know at what time it sort of peaked or anything, but it just rained and rained that night.
0: Yes, and and how much did you lose in the shop? I mean, were, were you able to salvage anything?
2: Not really. No, no. we because it all came up so quickly and. Um, you know, we sort of didn't know what to expect. Uh, we didn't have a lot of stuff put up. So um, so all of our stock up to, you know, probably a metre and a half off the ground was lost. Um, all of our fridges and freezers actually fell over. Um, so mm. all the stock in them obviously was destroyed and, and the fridges and freezers themselves um, don't work because they they broke, they the, the door smashed, um, and um, so the one that the one that did work has stopped working since. So um, so pretty well, we've had to replace all of that as well.
0: How long was it before you could get back in to start cleaning up?
2: We were able to come into the shop Saturday morning, but because it was still raining, we weren't overly keen to hang around uh, just in case the water come up again quickly so we, we come in and we had a bit of a look on the Saturday morning and, and we obviously saw what needed to be done. Sunday morning we were down here first thing um, we had to walk across the railway line to get here, we, there was no vehicle access wow. at that point um, so it was only locals. So we were lucky. We had a um, an awesome bunch of locals who um, who jumped in and helped us um, do the first day of cleaning, and um, we we got a lot of a lot of the rubbish cleared out, and uh, and we had a we had the building out by Sunday night.
0: And that that community effort, that community spirit. I mean, how absolutely amazing that was.
2: Oh, just just awesome. We uh, we needed a gurney. Um, we didn't have one. Um, our shipping container floated away, and our gurney was in our shipping container. So, someone come and asked me what I needed. I said I need a gurney, and and he walked it across, the, walked one across the railway line for me, and delivered it to me an hour later. So, um, wow. so we were able to get in and um and get the place at least. You know, I think getting that mud. The initial, a lot of the mud out was, was a big thing just yes. that, you know, we didn't have that, that real mud smell that everyone else was talking about.
0: Okay. So you're open for business now? We certainly are, yes. Wonderful. And we want people to uh, come in and support. If you're down listening to us around the Lockyer Valley, uh, you know, if it's not your usual trip to the local shop, well, maybe make it your usual trip. And uh, we encourage anybody to, to head down that way and support these businesses uh, who've really been through a very, very rough time. Uh, and it, it's wonderful. You, you called the, the, the community store, and it sounds like it was a community effort to get the store back up and running. It
2: definitely was. We couldn't have done it without their help.
0: Well, Tanya, thank you for sharing the story with us and uh, I I hope you never see anything like that again in your time owning the store. And uh, as I say again, we encourage people to get in and uh, and support the Grantham Community Store. Uh, Thank you so much for your time, Tanya. Thank you. Well, i got to tell you, I thought this was a typo when I first saw this uh, because the amazing, multi-talented Rhonda Birchmore is coming to the Armitage uh, Centre at the uh, beautiful Empire Theatre and uh, presenting a show called Glamazonia. But when I saw that Rhonda is doing it to celebrate four decades of being on the stage and screen and all the rest of it, I thought that can't be right. Uh, but boy, oh boy, uh, what an amazing career. And Rhonda Birchmore joins me for breakfast this morning. Good morning to you.
3: Good morning, Lee. I have to to tell you, you know, if you Google me, it says I began performing when I was two. So I guess that makes me (laughs) 42. We don't worry about those other years.
0: Oh, well, I certainly remember you, you know, in my teens and early 20s when you used to be on uh, Hey Hey It's Saturday. You'd pop up there quite often. Oh, I know. You always looked like you had a lot of fun there.
3: A regular there doing Celebrity yeah. Head and uh, singing right. a few songs That's with, right. uh, you know, Wilbur and Daryl <laughs> so and the band. It. It, they were good times with Molly. Yeah, absolutely. But oh. I'm
0: still here. <laughs> you are. And you've been a favourite on Australian TV, particularly your performance in the jungle. I, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, <laughs> you, did you enjoy that? I mean, I know you didn't enjoy, because I saw the article, that you didn't enjoy looking at yourself, uh, oh. you know, no makeup. I think you described yourself as Linda Blair from The Exorcist, uh, but, uh, but how empowering it was was for so many women to see you vulnerable like that
3: well it is because you know so so many people I think they kind of assume you know because I'm you know called you know a showgirl that I I love the bling and I love the high heels and the makeup and I do love all that but I when I went into the jungle I I made it I I thought you may be able to do that the first day you arrive but (laughs) I was in there right till the end and I was six nearly six weeks. Um, so I oh. thought, you know what? Australia is going to see Rhonda strip bare. Uh, they're going to see the the real Rhonda. you know, the sense of humor, um, all of that kind of stuff that maybe they think, my God, did she do that? And uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it was empowering to kind of... Uh, I like you! I did improvise a bit with the makeup, with a bit of uh, dirt for, 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 yes. for blusher and, <laughs> and charcoal for eyebrows and lips. You know, but uh, it was uh, some of those reality stars were in deep trouble because uh, they had their false eyelashes on and their spray tans and yes. their hair extensions, which all, all 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 went to poo after a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Glamour Zania, you're going to be taking us through that in those four decades, and you you've got some incredible songs that you're going to be performing there, and I know you're going to have some. Great little stories, and and uh, people mm. might hear that story from. Uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Where you fell on your backside while you're performing for uh, uh-huh. one of the uh, the Royals, Princess Diana, in the uh, in the theatre. That uh-huh. was a very good story. Uh, and uh-huh. and you've got some great stories. I mean, am I right in saying that I've heard a story uh, yes. where you took off a toe or nearly took off a toe in a toilet cubicle? you oh, you have done your research Lee. my goodness yes uh it was a
3: very unfortunate event, a major concert that I decided to do a quick rehearsal with my girlfriend uh you know uh, who we were doing the the number yeah. we were doing it to um you know that song um cocaine do oh, yeah, JJ, it, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. we weren't doing cocaine we were we were dancing <laughs> to this uh tune and yeah. we did a pirouette and my long leg went through a ceramic basin, cut the toe. It was hanging off. Oh, oh my gosh. So and my rude. friend ran on, on stage and said, is, you know, is there a doctor in the is house? Is there a doctor and, in the house? And they thought it was a joke. <laughs> and of then course. the, the amulet comes of course and it was incredible. This, this was in Armidale, University of New South Wales up there, that area, and it was extraordinary. <laughs> uh, a brain surgeon would end up... Showing my toe back on. No. And they, <laughs> true story, and con- so I could continue my dance career. So there you oh, go. that is so the That is a true story. I've still got the stitches.
0: Well, there you go. Now, you see, there's a little taste of what you're in for, the incredible <laughs> career of Rhonda Birchmore, the amazing stories and uh, a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, you'll be taking people through that journey musically. And I know you're going to be singing some of those beautiful power songs, Katy Perry's Raw, Helen Reddy's I Am Woman. I mean, mm. you know, these are, are such wonderful, empowering songs, aren't they?
3: They are, you know, you know, I think, you know, 40 years in any business is, is quite something. And I think uh, also for a woman to to be in the entertainment industry for 40 years and still do and And, I, you know, I think it's anyone, you know, you get to a certain age, Lee, and I, I don't think there's any, uh, you know, time that, you know, people have to say, you know, you're this age, you should give up. You know, I have no intention of doing that. So I think that's... And the, the audience that have come to see it, you know, I, I do, of course, you've got to do, you've got, you can't do a show like that without uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Oh, so, yes. So, uh, but we, you know, it, it, it's and and I do share turn back time and, and all those kind of things. And I, I, I think uh, what the audiences are coming away with, um, men and women, um, you know, they, they, they've they had a really good, they feel good about themselves. I mean, apart from getting out and getting back to live theatre, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a show of a survival, girl power. And, you know, men, of course, can come, of course. Uh, but all those good things that... Uh, you go okay, you know. I, I'm at this age. I'm 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 doing okay, you know. And, and you know, I intend to, you know, live life to the fullest. And I think, uh, you know, it's it's a really good feel good. And I, mind you, in tow I have. Some very young dancing boys with their shirts off, which oh, is always easy on the eye, <laughs> and, and 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 a great band which are phenomenal. So it's a it's a, a real high octane kind of you know pumping. But you know, mind you, I you know I talk about you know all the good things, but there's also uh, you know a, a dose of you know sadness about loss in people's lives. So yes. it, it's a real roller coaster of emotions too. So, uh, but I guarantee you know with how the world is at the moment, um, you know, with all the uncertainty and whatever, you know, I think this is a show that people will kind of be distracted for a couple of hours.
0: <laughs> well, that just sounds wonderful to me. The Armitage Centre is hosting Rhonda Birchmore, Glamazonia, and you can get tickets for Friday night, 8th of April, 7.30, through the Empire Theatre box office or the website, au. I can thoroughly recommend a magnificent show, that is for sure. And Rhonda Birchmore, thank you. You so much for your contribution to Australian entertainment, but also for your time this morning.
3: You are the best, Lee, and and thank you to all the people around Toowoomba. Every time I go there, uh, I always, uh, there's some, the people of Toowoomba, the ladies, they leave me these homemade cookies. And yes, little, Just yes. It, uh, <laughs> It's a really special place in my heart, Toowoomba, oh. so thank
0: you. Well, you have a special place in ours as well. Glava Zaria, Rhonda Birchmore at the Empire Theatre set Centre, Friday, 8th of April. Get those tickets down. Thank you again.
3: Thank you so much, Lee. Bye-bye.
0: You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious and a self-proclaimed time traveller has made a number of claims about what will happen later this year including the return of a dead celebrity. TikTok user at Traveller. well I guess there's no doubting his legitimacy, has shared numerous videos claiming to reveal what the world has got in store for us. In one recent upload he shared some big events set to happen this year. The clip explains some people don't believe I'm a real time traveller. So here are some pretty big events that will happen in 2022. On the 17th of June, this real-life Doctor Who claims the biggest ocean creature to date is found in the Pacific Ocean and that by the end of the year, robots would have taken up to 20% more jobs replacing humans. But the one prediction that's created the most buzz online is this one. On the 16th of September, a very popular musician will come out and admit he faked his own death. So, just who will it be? Elvis George Michael Michael Jackson The Dixie Chicks Oh, hang on, sorry, it was only their career that died. But but don't get too excited. As fellow TikTok users pointed out, the real time traveller had made similar predictions last year, and then just deleted the clips when they turned out to be false. And this guy isn't the only TikTok time traveller to make 2022 predictions. Earlier this year, Aerie Umani shared a video to prepare us all for the year ahead. Aerie claimed in January that on the 11th of March, a human would have a child with a chimpanzee. It can Talk and has mixed features. So it was Michael Jackson. You cannot be serious! (laughs)